just when you thought it was safe for your child to play video games unintended again, comes the newest, most daring, most violent, most gruesome, most child, almost friendly game known to toddlers. Mortal Sesame Street Fighter Combat! That's right. You can choose from any of your beloved childhood memory characters to battle one-on-one -on -one for the most dangerous street to exist. Decapitation! <laughs> Two uppercut decapitations! <laughs> three! Three uppercut decapitations! <laughs> Almost say, finish him! Mortal Sesame Street Fighter Combat! Warning, exposure to violent video games has been linked to aggressive behavior. And also, exposure to puppets has been linked to faster learning and expanded creativity. Don't let minute traces of violence get in the way of your child's potential. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Above Average Joe Show. As always, I'm your host, Joe, and I am here with my special guest, Ben Bladen. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Joe. How are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. And I was just looking at your IMDb, and okay. I forgot about a lot of the stuff that you've worked on. Um, a lot of stuff that we've worked on together, too. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, some of the big names, Constantine, Atlanta Zombie Apocalypse, Walking Dead, um, Frankenstein Created Bikers. Um, Dark Wastelands, Goosebumps 2, The Haunted Halloween, Hypersensitive Hitman, uh, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. You've got some yeah. stuff coming up, Jacob's Ladder, Florida Girls. You've been a busy man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still just getting started, but the stuff I've done, but I've been fortunate to do, to do some really cool stuff so far. So, And one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about specifically, um, because mm -hmm. we worked on it together, uh, you've been an actor and background actor. On your pretty face. I think you started out as background and worked your way up to principal, didn't you? Uh, yeah, that's right. I started out as background, and then like I spent like one entire block. You know, they break the season up into two blocks, as you know. Yeah. And I spent one entire block doing background, and then um, the day after we wrapped the background, they emailed me and said, "Hey, you want to come in for one more day? We got a line for you." And so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I said, Absolutely, "Okay." Absolutely, I just <laughs> yeah, right. And so I said, okay, and um, went in, we did the scene, they loved it, and then after that, they started putting me on, you know, a little bit more as a principal actor, and then this last season, I think I only did, like, one day as background, and the rest of the days, I was hired as a principal. I remember that they kept sending us a list of who they needed each day as yeah. principal, so we could not book them as background. <laughs> uh, right. So, your list, yeah, you're... You're, you were on the list almost every single day from what I remember. I think there were a couple days that they didn't use any background, so you or any demons at least, so you right. went on those days. But right. for the most part, you got a lot of work out of that. Right, yeah. So I'm pretty much, you can just go ahead and at this point say I'm a recurring character on the show. Oh, definitely. Which, which I'm very, you know, fortunate to be and very excited about. And 
it's on right now. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, not right now, but it's current airing currently the new season. So what is it like sitting in that makeup chair? Cause it looks like it's a fairly long process to get your horns on, to get painted in red and to make sure that your clothes are still clean and not covered in red paint. Yeah. I mean, com- you know, compared to other things I've done, uh, pretty face is pretty painless. I mean, you know, it's like they, um, the, we get in the wardrobe and then we get into the makeup chair and they basically put paper towels around the areas of the clothes that they think we might get makeup on. First, we get our horns on, which, you know, we got the one guy, the Chris Brown actually does the horns. You know, he glues them to our head using uh, whatever they use. <laughs> and, yeah. And then, um, you know, and then we put them, but one guy puts on all the red. Then Shane Morton, the the guy who puts on the red is usually the Kyle Yakelin, or I think V does that sometimes. And then uh, Shane Morton usually does the black and the detail work. And I think the whole process takes about an hour. Oh, that's not too so, bad. Yeah. And that's letting everything dry and stuff. So it's not necessarily an hour straight of pure makeup. It's, hey, let's right. put the horns on. We have to wait for them to stick. Now we'll paint you. Wait for that to dry. Throw on some black on top of that for accents. And- Wait right to dry. Right. And plus it's like, you know, other stuff I've done, you just sit down in a chair with one makeup artist. But like on Pretty Face, they're pretty much doing all of us at the same time. Like an assembly so, line. Yeah. That was kinda, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we sit around, you know, they do the red and then you sit around and wait. Somebody else may be getting details. So you sit there and wait for them to finish and then you get in the chair and then they do the details on you and so on and so forth. Pretty Face has actually been on for like three weeks now. Yeah, they're showing two episodes a night. We used to show them six episodes at a time. Like they show six episodes, and then they show six other episodes like a couple months later. But this time, it took for whatever reason, it took them so long to put these episodes out that we just went ahead and showed all the episodes at once. And they're doing oh. two episodes a night, so it takes about six weeks. Not too bad. Um, yeah. But I was going to say, the party hole, uh, when I was reading through the scripts when we were working on it, was probably one of my favorite episodes. Yes, that episode was great. And can you explain what the party hole is since it's already been out? Spoiler alert, if you haven't watched yeah. it yet, go ahead and pause right now. Um, but it's been out for for a little while. So yeah. The party it, hole yeah, is what, then? <laughs> the, the party hole is just basically another ploy by Gary... Um, Gary the Demon. Gary the Demon, yes. The main character in the show. He recruits a bunch of us other demons. And uh, we're actually referred to as, like, in the beginning of the episode, Satan says, I want you and your Whack Pack out of here. So for the rest of the show, we refer to ourselves as the Whack Pack. And we're trying to figure out how to get souls into hell. The party hole is this hole we appear out of the ground and say, come on in. It'll be fun. It's a party. You know, (laughs) like that. You become the marketing team for hell. Yes, yes. <laughs> for and, all uh, the people that are on their way to heaven already. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's fun because, like, a lot of us are bouncing back and forth, you know, like, um, like, and a lot of the other episodes, even when, like, me and William and there's another guy named Johnny Harville, even when we are the principal actors, we usually only have, like, one line here, one line there, and, like, the rest of all the main dialogue is going on by Satan, Gary, Dana, you know, all those guys, the main, the main actors. But in this one, we're all just bouncing back and forth. Like we're all just acting 
throughout the whole episode, and it makes it for a really crazy, really fun episode. And it's great um, that they give you guys the freedom and the liberties to do that a little bit, too. We actually get to do, like, you know, we do a bunch of takes of each scene. And, you know, Dave Willis and Chris Kelly, two very great directors, they're like, um, they both do kind of the same thing where we'll do each take scripted. And then the very last one, they said, okay, now just do what you want. <laughs> go, You know, just just go crazy with it. And so we'll add in a lot of stuff and ab lib a lot of stuff. And sometimes, a lot of times, that makes it into the episode. So, and then before working on that, you also worked on The Walking Dead for a little bit. I did. A lot did. more extensive makeup on that one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the makeup on there takes about maybe, on the average, takes about two hours. I've done um, at least one makeup because I had, like, a zombie that looked like my rib cage was exposed, like the skin had been torn off. And so I had this whole chest piece, and that one took about three and a half hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fortunately, anything longer than two hours, they let you stand up for a few minutes. Well, I had to stand up to put on the chest piece, but, you know, they'll let you take a break or something like that. So is the chest piece also glued on to you, or is that something you just put over your body and it just sits on there? Or how do you, how do you wear the chest piece? Oh, it's, it's glued on. Okay. <laughs> you stand up and, like, um, I went all day without a shirt, but that's fine because, you know, it's hot. So yeah, not not having a shirt on was an added bonus, actually. Uh, yeah, I had a bare chest, and they just glued it onto my chest. But that's the kind of thing that you expect when you're, you know, just like any job, you have certain expectations of it. Yeah. And when you're character actor that wears a special effects makeup, you have resigned <laughs> yourself to having stuff glued to you. So, <laughs> so, I mean, it's all just part of the job, you know. But, I mean, at the end of the day, it's totally worth it. And how painful is it to take that stuff off? I mean, are you ripping out chest hairs as you're peeling that no, off? Or? No, not if the makeup artist knows what they're doing, no. Which every makeup artist I've worked with knows what they're doing. I've, I've rarely ever worked with a makeup artist that, is, that has actually hurt me. And if, and if it ever has, even if I start to wince a little bit, they'll like stop. They, they take a brush with glue and they just take it off a little bit at a time. And it's a little bit of a tedious process, but I mean, you know, it doesn't, but that's just what you got to do to make yeah. sure everything's safe. And it comes off a lot faster than it went on. <laughs> yeah, it's a general rule, it takes about half the time to get it off as it does to put it on. So if it took about two hours to get it off, it's going to take about an hour to put it on. But again, you know, that's what you signed up for. So, <laughs> I mean, that's sort of like, um, that's just a, a part of the job is having to sit in that chair. You know. And on The Walking Dead, I know that I've seen photos, because we're friends on Facebook and stuff, of the shows that you've worked on. Where right. can people see you in the show that they'll be like, okay, that one's Ben, that one's Ben. What episodes and like what zombies, or sorry, what walkers. Sorry, I used the Z word. Yeah, yeah. There are no zombies <laughs> there in the no show. There are no zombies in The Walking Dead, right. <laughs> um, um, what, which walkers were you? Okay, let's see. That is a whole bunch of them. Um, let's see, like season five, episode 14, I want to say, was my biggest one where Daryl and Aaron, any Walking Dead fan will know what I'm talking about when I describe this. Daryl and Aaron are chasing after they're outside the walls of Alexandria and they see this horse in the field and they start chasing after it. And it shows the character Aaron chase after it and all of a sudden he trips and there's this walker on the ground that trips him. That was me. And like, I'm trying to grab him and he cuts my hand off. And then uh, Daryl comes in behind me with, his, with him with his boot and stomps my head in. Which, you know, my head grew back just fine. So it's, <laughs> it's like, but um, let's see. Other memorable ones. The one I was talking about with the 
exposed chest. That was season six, episode one. Um, there was a black and white flashback scene. I ended up getting a knife in the head by Maggie. My favorite one was the episode called Say Yes, which is season seven. I think it's also episode 14. This big epic walking walker scene. They're at like this old rundown carnival and the walkers are taking it over. And, um, and they, Michonne comes across a bunch of walkers eating a deer and she thinks it's Rick. Spoiler alert. But I'm sure everybody's seen that by now. It's two episodes, you know, behind. Yeah. I mean, two seasons. Um, yeah, we're in season nine now. Yeah, so. that was season seven. But she she thinks we're eating Rick, and she drops her sword, and there's two walkers that look up at her and get up and start and start walking towards her, and she ends up cutting her heads off. But, yes, yeah, a guy and a girl, and I was the guy in that one. So Sounds that was like my fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it is a lot of fun, you know. It's, um, it also seems like a lot of hard work, too, being out in that field, having to crawl around and having <laughs> horses run by you, and the possibility, I would assume, of, like, snakes and other things that are crawling in the field. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, they have people there that, like, uh, go through and make sure there aren't any snakes or anything dangerous that's going to, you know, hurt you or anything. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen, like, uh, I mean, stuff happens on set, you know, but I don't think I've ever seen any, anybody who suddenly got bit by a snake or something when we were laying in the field, <laughs> you know. Um, that one I was talking about where I was laying on the ground, I had to lay in for a while because I, I had this big stuffed elk or something, like some kind of animal that I was supposed to be eating. And I guess the story would be it had fall. I was trying to eat it, and it had fallen on top of me, and that's why I was trapped there, laying on the ground. But um, you know, I was laying there for a while, but then they had like the horse actually run through the field, so they took me out, and uh, they had a dummy that they had for the head smash grab. So they took me out and put the dummy in, you know, and then they put me back in for the close ups, yeah, just to make sure I didn't get trampled by the horse. <laughs> but like um. Before they let the horse out, I was actually laying there for a while. Yeah, I think I played about 14 different walkers. Those are just more of the memorable ones. And you've also got a new project coming up, Florida Girls, where you're yes. not wearing makeup. <laughs> All <laughs> right, people can yeah. actually see your face. <laughs> right, Florida Girls is um is a project I just started working on last year. And I can't go into too much detail about it because it hadn't come out yet. But, I mean, I can tell you, like, you know, I just play, like, it's about these four girls in this little kind of podunk town in Florida who are trying to, you know, figure out how to make something of themselves. I play, like, this little, this kind of redneck dude that um, frequents a bar that's featured heavily in the show. Um, but, I mean, as of yet, I'm only, like, I'm, I'm like, recurring in three episodes. You know, the bar scenes, I mean, I only did a couple scenes in a bar, and, like, um, th there's a couple of other scenes that I do, like, th there's some scenes I do at my house, where the girls come to my house, and um, there's some funny scenes there, but it, I mean, it's basically a comedy. I play a little redneck guy, I, guess, I, I think that's pretty much safe to say. I talk like this the whole time. You know, it's like, I, the, that, that's my character voice on the show, is I'm in the, I'm in the southern accent, yeah. Because I can do a southern accent because I was born in Florence, South Carolina. I live in Georgia now, 
but you know. Anyway, <laughs> you got but, your root. You know where you came from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can turn it on just like this. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So it should be a fun show. And if you're in the comedies like that, I I always say like people ask me the what they think it's gonna be like, and I've been using the show like my name is Earl. Oh yeah, as a I reference. That. Because I, I get the feeling, I don't know for a fact, because I'm not, you know, I haven't seen all the finished episodes. But based on what I've seen, I'm getting the sense it's going to be kind of in that vein of humor. So um, if you like that kind of stuff, you'll probably love it. The, the episodes that, or the scenes that I've been privy to be a part of were funny as hell. So anyway, that comes out on the Pop Network. It's a cable network, you can look it up. I don't. You don't actually see me till episode six, so it'll be sometime in August. But these are like great. But girls. watch the whole series, anyways. You yeah, watch the, the series anyway, <laughs> right? Like because it's gonna be a funny show, and these are great girls. I think, uh, like one of the girls, Melanie Fields, she was actually in the the new the reboot of Heather's. It's got some pretty, you know, the, these girls are like great actresses, and I love them to death. And so definitely just watch the show from the beginning because it's gonna be great. So well, let's um, go ahead and wrap all of this up. And okay. thank you, Ben, for hanging out. Thanks well, for thank talking you. with us. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. And all before right. we before we go ahead and sign out completely, uh, do you have any social media where people can find you or follow you or hear you yeah. tweet? Or yeah, absolutely. Um, my Facebook page is facebook.com/slash/herozombieben. Called it Hero Zombie Ben because I made it when I was starting to Walking Dead. My Instagram is the amazing Ben Bladen, all in one word. And then Twitter doesn't allow you that many characters. So Twitter is just <laughs> Twitter is just at the amazing Ben B. So, so everybody that's listening, go ahead, check those out. Go ahead, follow Ben. And yes. we will be back next week with another episode. Thanks again, Ben, and thank you all you listeners. Okay, thanks a lot, Joe. Thank you again to our special guest, Ben Bladen. Special shout-out thanks to Julie Kitsuli for providing the voice of Elmo in the full-mercial before the show. Be sure to check out our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitters, and look for us on Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also check out another podcast I co-host, The Extra Unordinary, and some other great media content by Moon Possum Productions at moonpossum.com. Was that good enough for you? Was that good? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool.